this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gandhi said that whatever you do in life will be insignificant, but it's very important that you do it because nobody else will. Officer, those two were just trying to stop it. Go home. Hey, 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 don't. Could do worse than have a father who bails you out of jail. I don't want to be bailed out of anything. He has got a daughter. Who's got a daughter? The cop that busted your face all up. He's got a daughter. Go get it. This is one of those things that I'm already regretting. I don't date sociology majors. Lucky for you, I'm, I'm undecided. About what? Everything. Someone comes into your life, and half of you says, danger, stay in your cave, you're nowhere near ready. What desserts do you have? I have my dessert first. What if I die eating my vindaloo? Is that probable? It's possible. And the other half says, go get her immediately. What is that? This. It's our appetizer. She's supposed to be back. She's not back. What am I now, one of your suspects? You act like one. My dad needs to take care of people. He just doesn't know what's going on right now. What's going on right now? Well, you have to tell her eventually. I can feel it in my bones. She's going to be devastated. You think I don't remember you? Where is my daughter? Does she know? You lied to me. I didn't mean to hurt you. That's exactly what she meant to do. You don't have to forgive him today. Just forgive him. Someone's been trying to tell me, make your yours forever. And I'm working on the forever part. My boner gets real big. <laughs> Recap and Down, a podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hern David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Oh, we're drinking tonight, man. Drinking. Uh, drinking. Um, what happened? I, I watched um, 
all the Hunger Game movies again. I don't know why. Oh, well, they're I don't not know bad, why. Though, for that, for that, they're they better were... than watching. Um, what was that like? Insurrection or what's the what's the one with um, you know. <sighs> They made a series Things? of their, their knockoffs. Divergent. 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 Insurgent. Allegiant. I think yeah. Insurgent is the sequel. I'm pretty sure they all have that kind of a gent on the end. Yeah, Divergent. It's better than those. Oh, my God. Dave's got a three-way collection. David, what is <sighs> happening? I, I had heard that if you, if you like the Hunger <laughs> Games, you, you, you would like those, too. And those are fucking trash. They're not, they're not good. Trash um, films. I know you enjoy uh, Chicago films, so it's set in Chicago at least. That part was okay. I was like, hey, where's the... <laughs> I know that place. Where's the Chicago stop? Where's Gene and Jude's at over here? Are you oh, I miss Gene that's, and Jude. Uh, that's New York. Um, yep. uh, but yeah, uh, just out of anger for this movie. It's going to be drinking pretty heavily, so this should be really, really fun. That's really frankly fun. the responsible choice. Uh, <laughs> flying solo in the Lone Star State, this podcast chief terrorism and trivia correspondent from the class one Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? I almost made it. Uh, not much. Um, so after watch, uh, I won't say when I watched this film, but I needed a palate cleanser. So we watched. Um, I try. I started to watch uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness because it's on uh disney Don't. plus and i only saw it in 3d and i was like oh i'd like to see it in 2d um and bill was like no this movie's terrible turn it off please and i was like it's it's Did too you just much. watch the movie i watched <laughs> it's um, too much he was, on, things. he was on youtube so he did not watch remember me with me um so instead we needed to find him we watched i want you back with charlie day and jenny slate delightful oh yeah okay. on amazon yeah. i love I those actors like, li- i love jenny slate there's so there it was I think it's because I don't know. I don't know why it missed it missed a boat, but it was delightful. It was funny. Highly recommend it. And I hate romantic comedies. It was so good. Hey, you hate Jenny Slate. I do. I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Ick. the time she uh, dropped the f bomb on SNL? I watch that sketch all the time. Like you it's, got fired because of that. It's oh, among shit. my favorite moments. Her whole face. She becomes a cartoon. Freaking becomes fucking, like, and you're done. Like done. Her face contorts. I don't, I don't so know if good. I've ever seen it. Oh, but. it's good. She looks. She recognizes it immediately upon it happening. She's like, Whoa. I feel like other people have dropped f bonds on this. Now. Yeah, they had another one that was um, uh, Funk and A was something they said thirty five thousand times. I think in an Alec Baldwin episode, uh, movie, for sure. Yeah. Like, Fuck A. I thought someone. Yeah. And then there was the Janet Jackson cork soaking. Uh, that step, and was uh, among there my was, as well. There was one more. Uh, you may, you ever heard of Charles Rocket before? I I know that name. Um, I think from you telling me about him one time, but I forget he, what happened. With him. He 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 was on in the eighties. He was the guy in the It's Pat movie who just wanted to know. Okay. All he wanted to know oh, yeah. that that okay. guy he he, okay. he was on he was on SNL for a season. Dropped an f bomb because he thought it'd be funny and they could just bleep it and they're like you're fucking fired. Yeah, get the fuck out. And of and then just, he he had he had a bit of a sad end. It's it's kind of like a date end. If, 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 if he's ever in a movie that we do, no, we'll cover it then. But it's just so interesting to me that you can't curse an SNL. And I don't know if you guys watch uh, what we do in the shadows. Do you watch it at all on yeah. FX? Yeah, oh I'm aware. I've not watched a lot of it, but I oh hear it's very good. It yeah. is fantastic. The movie is really good, and this is very good in its own right. But they dropped the f bomb twelve times an episode, and I was like. Am, I don't, I FX didn't know we could do this. Now. FX it's is it's like, all streaming. Why the fuck not? Yeah. 
everything's streaming, so it's all treated like Netflix. You can say whatever the fuck you want. I, I, guess. I, I guess. That was yeah. always my favorite part of watching Par- Parks and Rec, was like, <laughs> who's going to drop the bleeped F-bomb yeah. on an episode of Parks and Rec? It's very it was, what happens. Yeah. Oh, a lot of certain NBC shows do it. Mm-hmm. I think like um, The Good Place would do it too. The good, well, The Good Place did it. Cork. The good place did it with Cody. Yeah, Fork and uh, Bullshirt. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> Parks and Rec, someone was going to drop an F-bomb, and it was always where you, you're like, oh, that's perfect. It was, it was yeah. never in the most obvious moment. It was always almost yeah. like an aside or like a, a fun, quick reaction to something. It was good. It and was it was always like, a cutaway. Yeah. yeah. Let's what see some, is... de- some, some Dennis Franz butt. Let's see Dennis Franz butt. <laughs> Uh, what is grosser and sadder I feel like than that's like, butt? No, no, before, no, I don't. Let's, oh. let's delay this as long as possible. I feel oh. like Dennis Franz, but must be similar to Hank Hill's No Butt on King oh, yeah. of the Hill. That oh, collapsing within itself. Yeah, collapsing within itself. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, they they used to warn you about those things. It's it's like when yeah. you would stay up till two in the morning to watch MTV. Like maybe may, maybe they'll show that one prodigy video with the nudity. Be able to watch well, I, I that. was uh, BET after dark in my household. Oh, all that stuff. It and, was just uh, porno set to. And they rap warn you, n- like nudity, and we'll put it in minute forty-three of sixty because mm-hmm. of the commercials. I'm like, great. Not right at the and end. Coming back, Dennis Franz. There's Dennis Franz's butt. There's always yeah. Dennis Franz's butt. Yeah. Um. Again. Oh, boy. Sadder and grosser than Dennis Franz's butt is the movie we're talking about this week. It is Remember Me from 2010. Um, it's available for free if you have HBO Max or Spectrum. It's on all the other places after that. Voodoo. Not and, free. It's included in your subscription. Um, that's right. Yeah. If you if don't you have if that, you don't if have you're to. stealing it from somebody else, you can watch yeah. it for free on HBO Max. But just don't. Ooh. Actually, no. I'll save it for later. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sure the people at HBO are listening, but we'll we'll find out here. Oh. Um, <laughs> synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes. Tyler has a strained relationship with his father since a family tragedy. Rebellious and troubled, he thinks no one can understand his pain. Then he meets Allie. Her warmth and spirit soon begin to heal him, and they fall in love. But just when Tyler begins to rediscover happiness and meaning in his life, emerging secrets threaten their romance. What the fuck movie was that? Because it wasn't this mm-hmm. one. That sounds like that's a better movie. That's not what this was. That sounds, better. that sounds like a movie. No, that's a, that, that, that sounds like, a, like an hour and 35 of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yes, yes. That's this movie without all the extraneous family nonsense lumped on top, and then that ending that we're going to talk about. Right. Hot, yeah. I think. Later. I, yeah. I yeah. Uh, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who is in this movie. Robert Pattinson plays yeah. Tyler. Emily, do that so Raven. Alyssa, <laughs> Allie. They got Chris Cooper to play a cop in this movie. That's sure Allie's did. dad, Neil. Uh-huh. Lena Olin, who's been, she's been in movies since like the 70s. She's a big time star. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Plays, uh, I think that's Tyler's mom, right? Wasn't yeah, Tyler's mom. No, was that the doesn't mom or was that, I thought, wasn't she the, um, the receptionist? No, she's Tyler's the mom. mom is dead. She's, she's the mom. No, no, no. That's so Allie's mom. mom is dead. Allie's Martha well, Plimpton. Martha Plimpton. That's right. They got okay, Martha yeah. Plimpton. Martha Plimpton. For three minutes in this movie, and she's she's wonderful. This is raising uh, hope era. What was she doing? She was on a hit sitcom. We'll, we'll talk what she was doing in this movie. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tate Ellington plays Aiden. That's Tyler's roommate. Ruby Jarens plays Caroline. That's Tyler's younger sister. I thought she was pretty good. She was the uh, only good thing in this movie. Uh, 007 himself, it. Pierce. 
Pierce Brosnan as Charles Hawkins. Mm-hmm. It's always working. Always working. Uh, Listeners, their, uh, their description of Ruby shocked me to my core. It was a we'll full reaction when I said she was good in this. Uh, Peyton List as Samantha. If you guys watch Cobra Kai, she plays mm-hmm. a pretty big role in the recent seasons. Uh, Kate Burton as, as Janine. Uh, Peyton List, it was the, the bully little girl. And she plays, uh, she's one of the Cobra Kai, she's, she's the Cobra Kai women's champion. Shut the fuck, what? <laughs> there, are two pay- there are two Peyton Lists, so I could be wrong. Are there it two Peyton Lists? Peyton List. Oh. Actually, let me, let me click here. Nope, that's the same Peyton List. There you go. You can't even find her on the IMDb's. Oh, I found her. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Night. The character's name is Tori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I watch. I'm in the room when Cobra Kai is on. I will not say I watch it, but I'm around. Mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm. I, yeah. you know, peek in here and there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let's see, Gregory Jabara plays Les Hirsch. Um, and no Martha Plimpton on on the list that that I saw. So. She didn't want her name. I'm, on this. I just go on Wikipedia. I'm guessing. Yeah, just I didn't know. want it. Take well, there was. This, she said. There was someone, one person. I I missed it. I think maybe because I was taking notes. Um, you alerted us us to this fact prior to us watching this film, mm. but the Duchess of Windsor. Oh, uh, not anymore. Duchess of Nothing. Oh yes, they yes, 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 yes. <laughs> correct, 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 correct. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Duchess Forum, of Suits. Um, the Duchess of Suits. <laughs> Duchess of Suits. Yeah, no, Meghan Markle is in this for three seconds. And when I they gave her a name, and I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to see a Meghan Markle movie. That'll be interesting. No, she's in it in one scene, like, in the darkness. <laughs> she's gone. I missed it. I still it's, missed it. I wasn't, I wasn't she's, watching. She's the, yeah. the bartender at the bar they go to who is yeah, on screen for I, maybe five seconds. I recognize the name now, but I was not. Well, again, I think I was taking notes, so I missed it. Yeah, but just use her regular name and everything. Anyway, before we yeah. get into all that, let's give the some Duchess of Suits of uh, the first time we saw this. Uh, Dana, what do you got? Oh, the first time I saw this film was yesterday, and it'll okay. be the last time I will ever see this film. Okay, all right, Dave. Saw it a long time ago because I'd heard about uh, oh okay. about about the big reveal. Yeah, and I'm like, no fucking way, a movie <laughs> really did that. <laughs> No fucking way. And and I watched and I said, I'll never watch this again. And then you did this to us. Here I am. So I watched it again yesterday. Yeah, just call me hedonism bot because I apologize yeah. for nothing. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. I apologize for nothing. Uh, yeah. yeah, for me, I never saw this, but um, we've mentioned this before. He was a very regular listener of the Spoil.com podcast back in the day. Uh, the anger they showed towards this movie in 2010 really stuck with me all these years later. Like they are mm-hmm. outraged upon watching it. And I remember listening to them like busting up laughing and how pissed off they were. And uh, yeah, no, same. It's same. Um, Dana, did this make the grade for you? Should I have held it back? Um, I'm just gonna, your favorite things, kissing and terrorism. I'm, I'm just going to hold that because <laughs> some of my notes. There was um, some smooching. There was some smooching. And Bill notes. saw these and were like, what do your notes say? <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Oh, that's so Boo. that's so early. The big Boo. Boo. So well, early. this no no this is the Boo. end. This is the oh, end. Okay. But it just says right. Boo. All caps Boo. exclamation point. And then the Boo. last note is in all caps very large. Fuck this movie. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because the spill.com official reading for this movie was fuck this movie. 
it's the lowest rating they ever gave things. And yeah, fuck this movie is what they said about this one. Fuck this film. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 it. Dave, make the grade for you. Yeah. No. That's just no, I mean this up until the end, this was going this this was gonna be a fifty fifty Rotten Tomatoes movie. It was mm-hmm. it wasn't good, it wasn't bad. I'm like, it's just sad. The acting did nothing for me. Slow the characters, and boring, but who 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 gives a shit? And then me. just <laughs> at the end, it just undoes whatever. Like fifth, like forty eight percent would have liked it until blows it all to hell. And so, um, terrible, just really bad. Is that Nothing. part of it? Were we like so, Dave? You knew the twist because you had seen the film. Mm-hmm. You guys had told me the twist, so I wonder mm-hmm. if that upsets your viewing because you're just like what is it gonna probably did definitely impacted my view probably did yeah okay i definitely watched it in a very different way knowing what was coming but i don't think that's why i think they should have held this fucking thing back like it's bad it's too long uh for the first hour and 50 minutes like dave said it's just kind of like a boring lame flat movie they decided to try to do like an m night Shyamalan thing at the end it goes so bad that like having seen it for the first time, even knowing what was coming, I was like, Oh, this is so much worse than I <laughs> thought it was in my mind. It went a certain way and there's a fade to black at a certain moment. And like, no, no, this was gratuitous. The worst way they could have done this, this is among the most offensive movies I've seen. I've seen a lot of John Waters movies. Like this is deeply unfortunate. John is uh, purposely offensive. Oh, I know. This is. I know, there, but it's still offensive. There's a John Waters movie where women eat shit. Yeah. And that's that's flamingos. And, and it was better than this. Mm-hmm. Watching mm-hmm. women. Yeah, Pink Flamingos. Yeah, yeah Pink into Flamingos it. gave us Divine Brown, which gave us Ursula uh, from uh, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, the woman who, who voiced Ursula, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, no. Everybody. Her, it was Bill a Russell, rough Michelle Sunday. Nichols. What the fuck happened? Yeah, rough Sunday. Jiminy Christmas. Even that was not as sad as this movie was. Um, before we jump into the recap and the segments, do we have any fun facts on this one? Uh, I don't think it's fun, but I uh, <laughs> just pulled this up. Nothing about the movie's fun. Uh, moments ago, prior to recording, and uh, Twilight had not come out yet, so they did not oh, know. Oh, really? When casting the film, Twilight had not come out, so they did not know it was about to hit them. Okay, that's shocking to me, because I, in my mind, this is what he did after Twilight to get away from that and be, like, serious actor fella. Mm-hmm. I did not know this is before Twilight. Wow, okay. That, yeah. sh- that, so, that does change how I view this movie. Yeah, so Twilight was, uh, it was 2008, but this movie was probably cast prior to that. Um, so Twilight released, uh, oh, like, like 18 months before, but if he had been cast prior, like they just, if he had been cast prior, then yeah, yeah. they had no idea. Yeah. This part really hurts my soul because I really enjoy Franklin Leonard, the creator and continuing force behind the blacklist. Mm -hmm. Um, this film was featured on the 2008 blacklist as one of the most liked unmade scripts of the year. Oh, oh I, I was like, uh, are we going to talk about, we're, we're going to talk about Raymond Reddington right now? What are we talking about? That's a different blacklist. It's a different blacklist. You Sorry. read this and we're like, this is great writing. Uh-huh. Get the fuck out of here. This is a movie. 
No. Sure, on the page, this you no, you can do something with this on the page. Some you of the can. dialogue, the dialogue, uh, it's, it's poorly but, written. Uh, uh, let me smoke. Uh, that's yeah. the movie. I think it's like that's early days. So, like, I listened to Franklin Leonard on the WTF podcast, and I think in the early days, it was like people who were assistants to producers or whatever. Like yeah. the whole thing started by he would go, "Hey." Everybody send me things anonymously that you loved, but aren't right for your boss or your yeah. people or who, who you're whatever. So maybe it was just like, people are like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I'm making I excuses, I but know. I'm upset. There's a part of that wants to tweet at Franklin Leonard and be like, what the you fuck? How dare you? you? No, there were a couple reviews of this movie that I found uh, oh, rather, rather interesting. I, hear I won't give anything away. I won't give anything away, but, uh, Let's see. Uh, which one was it? Uh, Lisa Schwartzbaum, Entertainment Weekly, uh, called it a shameless contraption of ridiculously sad things befalling attractive people. Oh, she's kind. And I thought that was well put because yeah, this, yeah. this is this is sad, good-looking people. So yeah, it's yeah, probably, it's probably, mopey hot people. Yeah, it's the best way that Hollywood can do that. It's like yeah, it's gonna take off. He's gonna take off the shirt. Someone will like that, but he's sad. Smoking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Cigarette, yeah. Um, did you know Roger Ebert liked the movie? Shut the... No, but of course he did. How many stars did he give it? Is it, is it better than Three. Remember the Titans? Better Three than Remember the Titans. out of four. Wow. I'm knocking shit over Three in my house stars. figuratively. A well-made oh movie. God. I cared about the characters. <laughs> I felt for them. <laughs> This pains me. This really uh, hurts. Because because take. No, Roger hated yeah. one of my all-time, yeah. all-time favorite films. He admits that the ending's kind of like a weight around the neck of the movie, but kind of. And he's like, get. He's like, get rid of that. And this is a good. A weight good around like, the neck. We can't get rid of it. Into the movie. Yeah. Get rid of that part. The, the I'm conclusion sorry. of it all. I'm pretty yeah. sure he called. Denzel Washington doing a delightful Disney sports film during mm-hmm. the civil rights era. I believe he's called sure. it trite he and whatever. Trite. And yeah. you're going to tell me that. <sighs> I think he said predictable as well. This movie's mm-hmm. not predictable, but like. I'm about to. Buddy. Teresa Judice flip a fucking table on these prostitution whores. Well. What the fuck? I, <laughs> if you Teresa Judice, I guess I'll Caroline Manzo and keep us kind of on the right track here. Um. Let's jump into the recap in the segments. We need to talk about the opening of this movie because it's it's a jarring first impression. Um, for those who haven't seen this movie, the movie starts off and cold don't, open. Yeah, don't don't ever see this film. It's cold open um, up on like some L tracks, uh, subway station, whatever. Mother and daughter, most obvious CGI background on a green screen I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, some hoods run up. Try to mug fucking ethnics. You could have just made them white yeah. kids. No, two, I didn't two, need this. Two ethnics run up. Two Hispanic and, uh, gentlemen mug the mom this. and then shoot her for God knows what reason. And that's how the movie starts. The the movie lets us know it's 1991. Yeah, the gangsters in this scene are not from 1991. They feel nah. like they're extras from like you got served. No, yeah. this is like yeah. they were just like Eminem. It's like yes. Stan. I'm like, what the? Fu- this is. 15 years later. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, these guys, they, they should be dressed like, you know, the bad guys from um, 
bad, the Michael Jackson video, like dress like those guys. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what gay Plus people like in 91. Sure. Yeah. Martin Scorsese directed bad. Of course. Yeah. It shows. But yeah, it, it was, was just, it was jarring. Like they mug her. So it's, it's a happen. very cute thing. She looks at them and is scared. And I was like, oh God, why does she have to be scared of the Take ethnics? the purse yeah. and go. Take and, and just go. The, the next part did not need to happen. I'm guessing it's part of the plot device. So it did, but well, man, was that rough to see. I've, I've right got a question about this. So they, they get on the train. The mom is staring at the man who robbed her for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have I an explanation bomb. why, but the doors of the train open back up and then he shoots her and then they close and the train rumbles Please off. Please stand clear oh, of the doors. That, they say that now. Back back the day. Thing my, my, question, <laughs> my, my, my issue is this. It's a mother and daughter. Uh, this is New York City. There mm-hmm. are zero other people taking the train at this hour. Like, why does the mom have the daughter out four in the morning? There's no way this could have been like 8 p.m., like a reasonable time for a 10-year-old girl with her mom in, in New York City. It's this was Brooklyn. the end of the bad old, and this is the bad old days. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, no, it's, it's, it's pre-before, you know, Giuliani saved the city. This is the tale right? of Dinkins era, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah um, they're going Dinkins. to Brooklyn. Who lives in Brooklyn in 19... It's not the Williams... It's not what it is now. No. Um, no, they were in Stab in Brooklyn. The door's opening again. Maybe someone else got stuck. I don't. Uh. Somebody, somebody, we don't see. There's not a single other person on this whole platform. It is a mother and daughter on an abandoned train platform. <laughs> like, there's no one here. Yeah. Does not make sense. Um, no. So yeah, so they just they shot her. I, I guess to get rid of the witness, but then you'd also shoot the daughter. I think they just shot. Because they felt like killing a human. I think that's what it was about for these two. Well, you know, they're not gonna they're not monsters. They're not gonna kill a child. I they're think killing they wanted I'm kidding. They are monsters. Killing <laughs> is monstrous. But I think on. they wanted to give her her Batman origin story. Correct. Oh shit. You could just mm. tell me. I don't know. I don't I don't I think my problem is the movie feels too long and this scene ends at the end of the movie anyway. Like it's we don't we can you can tell me that she watched her mom get murdered without needing to like take ten minutes to show me the scene of you know Omarion over here killing the mom. Like I don't need to see that happen. So you could have taken that part out, saved me some time, reveal it when you need to reveal it for dramatic effect, and then keep it moving. Um, the other kind of overarching running theme I wanted to talk about here is Tyler's smoking. Um, the dude yeah. smokes around the clock. It's like the movie is, you know, bankrolled by Philip Morris or what have you. Mm-hmm. He's constantly smoking to the point that he tries to explain why it's okay for him to smoke in an office as well. Like, he's pulling a full Dale Gribble. Like, I don't know what to do with my yeah. hands, and that's why I smoke. That's why I smoke. And No, there's a... There, Oral there, fixation. <laughs> there's a part in the... No, there's a gag in the critic, too, where he, where he pulls a cigarette out of his uh, hair, uh, out of his hair, hair, hairdresser's mouth and just another one pops right out. Oh, yeah. It's the same I miss, thing. I love his hairdresser. A, it makes a cha-ching sound. Yeah. Like, what doing that? <laughs> you, can keep go, you, you can keep doing it. I can do this all day. I'm like, oh, where are they coming from? So yeah, that's weird. basically what he was pulling off. Yeah. Yeah. And also... Know. 
I don't know if I, I, I will apologize. I was like at work today, so I didn't have my personal laptop with me. But there's also like a weird obsession with like people drinking. Did you catch that? Yes, yes. Mm. At one point, he has a line that's like, well, everyone drinks when they're 21 because it's legal and cool. And I was like, <laughs> but then he so also this is like, why is Rand Philip Morris project? But like, well, mom doesn't like Aunt So and So because she drinks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure our, our introduction to your character. Was you smoking a cigarette mm-hmm. and drinking a beer at 7 a.m.? Yes. Yes. So, it, yeah, this film, it's not like it is the bare minimum of the film's problems. But there's this weird obsession with, like, drinking. Because then she makes a point at some point where she doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. But it was like a lie. The, the morals are inconsistent. Yeah, she said that she wouldn't drink because she's 19. She's not 21. And then later yeah, she goes, oh, it's okay. He's like, no, no, you can't drink. You're not 21. She's like, no, no, I am. He's like, oh, so you lied to me? I'm like, oh, this is how we're, this is the acting we're doing, huh? This is, uh-huh. this is her writing this fucking movie. Um, we need to discuss the, the family dynamics here because now we're getting into the plot a little bit yes tyler smokes constantly the opening scene makes no sense the movie really wants us to care about these families and these relationships so mm-hmm. um caroline where does caroline live is she a caroline. ward of the state or does she live um, with her dad who's caroline the the daughter the one that does the the drawings lives with mom pattinson's daughter sister yeah pattinson's sister, pattinson's sister. okay 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 she lives with the mom did I miss a whole thing? I thought that woman was the social worker, not her mom. No, she is a social worker. She's both. The mom, she's a yes. social worker and okay. her mom. But it, thought... it, it doesn't fit because they live a very lavish lifestyle. They the, do. The, the daughter is like put in a black car and taken to, to yeah. school. And they have this very fancy apartment and they all this stuff. I think mom did very well in, in the divorce. Okay. I missed a whole arc. Of you didn't miss it. They didn't say it. You okay. just had to infer it. Okay, you would thank God. Because I, I watched it and I was like, okay. I thought that they had also mentioned at one point that Tyler's mom had died like his brother. I knew his brother died. Yeah. I thought also his mom was dead. So I'm like, okay, so this Caroline, she's got a brother who lives in town. Caroline. A dad who's rich and lives in town. She's living with this social, the social worker and her husband is what oh. I thought, especially the way they acted in the opening scene. No, so mm. that scene was very uncomfortable, but yeah. it's very clearly he calls he calls her mom all the okay. time. Okay, I just fully missed it. Yeah, it's okay. Entirely it was very weird. missed that. This it was, I was, very I was so okay. All right. So yes, I think we. So as I said, we're we're at first introduced to Robin Pattinson drinking a beer, smoking a cig, seven a.m. on a random day. Phone rings. He's being very awkward about answering the fucking phone. I don't know why. And then what we see is he had to answer the phone to be reminded to go to a graveyard. I remember all this happening, yes. Yeah, Yeah, with people. No context. No context. uh, That they then go out to some sort of breakfast with. And it's very awkward because it's Pierce Brosnan doing... An accent. We will discuss the accent. Okay, okay. I won't do too much. A little bit. It's we need. It it deserves some time. But it is very. You're my son, and I love you. I'm Pierce Brosnan over here. Not, not. It's, it's, it's not. No, it's not even that. I was gonna try to do it, but it's like you have to start with a very intense Irish brogue, (laughs) and then try to be from Brooklyn. There's a run by fruiting. I I would do what. um, I would do him saying it. He gets hit with the fruit. 
I don't I know why Robert I Pattinson is doing this movie. My, my Christopher Walken is no good, so I can't do the Pattinson, what he was doing in this, but we'll talk about the accents in a little bit here. But it is a very awkward thing because you have Pierce Brosnan, who clearly the father, I guess, and then there's another full couple of, right. of adults, a man and woman, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't we, know. We, we got, there, there was, there was no like, no underpinning for this scene. We don't know these people or their relationships at all. No. And so, yeah, I, that, that opening scene, it felt like we got back-to-back scenes that were both supposed to be really important. And then you watch them and I'm like, I got nothing from this. I don't know what I'm supposed to be focusing on. I've got nothing to talk about here. Um, um, I think my notes went, uh, so we open up with uh, Martha Plimpton getting sh- shot in the chest, not the face. Shot in the chest, not the face. So I go, what, what the fuck is this? Is what I said. <laughs> and then I went, Chris Cooper is the husband? Yes. Uh, this poor little girl's going to be traumatized so 10 sad. years later. Whose apartment is this? How old is Pattinson supposed to be? More death? Because we're at a funeral. <laughs> there was a lot of death. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, there's more. But um, his little sister also says to him on her first name to him, you smell like cigarettes and beer. And I went, yeah. why does she know what beer smells like? Well, you know. Uh, um, <laughs> and that's exactly what he was doing before he came there, which is, yeah. yeah bro, just and beer. spray, spray, brush your fucking teeth. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Not even trying. Um, and I, I went, that get together was awkward. And Didn't went, like it. Oh, Didn't profound. Like it voiceover yeah the 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 opening was super uncomfortable it gave me nothing to really build off of um we there's a lot of angst between tyler and his dad charles i think the movie wants us to think it's all from his brother dying there's a we moment don't know, but we don't no, know that we don't know that don't at all right now know that. All, we don't even know we don't know the relation of the person whose grave they went to no. We know they went to a grave. They're all together. Uh, Tyler is being mopey, you know, brooding dick. Dad is not putting up with the bullshit. And that's all we know. Um, and who's this Annabelle-style child that is with them? Yeah, yeah. yeah where, is her, where is her neck mature. ribbon? <laughs> She's too mature. They, yeah, I forget who they were talking about, but they had a, a very, like, high-minded moment where somebody was compared to, like, some kind of a one-hit wonder of Western literature. I'm like, what are we doing? A fa- brother and sister talking like this to each other when the girl's like 11 years old? Her mm. art, her artistic uh, abilities mm-hmm. was sim- was likened to again this fucking little Annabelle child who is 45 and is going to murder you all in your sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. That again, we just they're doing a lot without doing anything at all to really help us here. Um, that wasn't the only fucked up family though, because Ali and Neil are also a fucked up family. I was waiting for this Neil. His name was Neil. Only I know that by the IMDb, and that's it. I was waiting because I knew exactly. I'm like, he's a cop. His wife died, so he's gonna get all hard boiled and stuff. He's gonna be real tough and protective of his daughter. Mm -hmm. I knew exactly what was gonna happen before it it happened. When I first saw, it's a trope, and he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna do what he. I knew it. I fucking knew it. She yeah. has a line that I was like, oh, this isn't the first time. And yeah. Right before it happened, she says something, and I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Do this it. Is, this is a pattern. 
the the argument between them is insane to watch this movie near the end i realized every time they had like a very serious dramatic moment i laughed so fucking hard every single time this one even laugh I, I was laughing at how insane this argument was. To set it up for the listener, Allie's 21 years old. We know she's 21 years old because she lies about being 19 and then comes clean that she's really 21. She went on a date with a guy who she knows from her college. She did not come home that night because she's 21 fucking years old. She gets home in the morning. Mm-hmm. She smells mm-hmm. like alcohol because she's 21 fucking years old. And then uh-huh. immediately, like, she's calling her dad an alcoholic loser he slaps her directly in the face. She says to him, because I wrote it down, I will find it. She's like, what, are you going to strangle me? Like, yeah, whatever, because you couldn't yeah. save your oh, wife? Fuck. And I was Ugh, like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> so we're jumping to strangulation, which means that's his go-to move. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, wait, I wrote it down. I wrote it because I, pa- I paused we, well, the film because I was like drawing a lot of notes because a lot of shit's transpiring. And then the smack happens. And I just pause it. And Bill's like, yeah. what? Because he was, I think he was doing something. So he saw that moment of the film. And then I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I need a minute. I need to finish writing the note that I'm writing. And then I'm going to rewind this. And I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's jarring. Much. Yeah, she's like, okay, but and she's, she's just some, she mentioned strangling. And I thought it sounded odd. Yeah, it was. Well, the way this movie operates, um, there was a show on NBC for a hot second called The Slap. You guys remember the slap? Oh yeah, I thought I it was ABC. It was ABC. It was, it was ABC. That mm-hmm. feels more. It was like a remake of an Australian TV show, yeah, I believe. Yeah, they treat this slap like that show treated that slap. In that mm-hmm. show, an adult slaps a child, and it like shakes the entire foundation of their their whole world. Which they hey. treat another moment like that slap. Well, <laughs> there's moments. <laughs> But wasn't so, it Mr. Mr. Spock does the slapping on that TV show? Was it Mr. I don't think it was Mr. Was Spock. it Quinto? Yeah, I thought oh, it was. I, was, I, was the, I thought you meant Little Nimoy. Yeah, it was. No, Quinto. that would hey even better. <laughs> we should be Little Nimoy. What's Quinto doing, Zachary? That is. I think, was on, I think he was on the slap. I think he, he was the slap. Silas, the he world. It was, it was a network drama. I get it. That's that's money. But the kid was being a dick. But the there's just never an excuse. In any there's event, never an excuse. In this movie, you know, Ellie's dad slaps her directly in the face. She collapses to the floor. Mm-hmm. I think months go by after that without these two talking to each other at all. It's unclear. I literally went because it was like the slap happens. It sounds like a school year is over. I don't know who's, I don't know what time frame. I don't know whatever. They don't let us know. And then the next thing it's like, hey, dad, I'm going away for Labor Day. So yeah, college. I, know I, haven't, I know I haven't checked in in a while. And I'm like, so you, you live with, with Robert Pattinson now? Like yeah. <laughs> your whole life is okay. So they all go to NYU. And I know when I was in college, the spring semester was open May, over May. Like yeah. maybe finals. No, for sure I'm home in May. I don't think it's yeah. one of those quarter system spots where it goes through June. But it might be trimesters. Maybe I don't think it might be trimesters. We can be generous and say that it is, and it ends in like mid June. Mid June, June. Yeah, but then it's because that's uh, listeners. It's time for finals. Do you smell the garbage? Get out of here. It's New York. Get out of here, listeners. I want to put out this film started in 1991, <laughs> and then the, the, all of the things we've talked about with Pattinson ten years later. They, they go away so for Labor Day. We'll, we'll talk about where we're leading up to it. 
back. There's, there's <laughs> things, yes. There's things that happen that. And that was in the Hamptons, right? I'm assuming there, there was a Hamptons Some beach house Hampton. involved. Uh, yeah. probably, they were definitely on Long Island. They felt like yeah. Montauk, Mont- Mont- whatever. Mont- 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 Montauk. 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 West. Uh, uh, yeah. it, uh, your, your East Egg. East Egg. Syosset. Okay. East Islip. Yeah. This is a lot. Zachary Quinto was on the fucking Massapequa, slap. Massapequa Park. <laughs> was he? Wasn't? He, he, was, he was? He was a slapper. Yeah, he slapped that kid. Yeah, so, hey, you! Slap! Yeah. I'm going to slap just, your brain because I'm still silencing. I never would have thought it was him, but then I, I think I remember seeing the episode, like the first episode, and be like, he just fucking slapped <laughs> oh, that kid. Shit. I, will say, I will say, they, they thought on the slap they were going to get Emmy after Emmy. This is going to be like, a talked about sort of drama forever. They thought they were getting Oscars in this fucking. Oh movie. no, it was terrible. They thought they were getting Oscars. The acting in the boardroom argument between Tyler oh, and Charles, so good. Burn His name him. was Charles. You keep oh. saying names, and I'm like, who hey, is listen, the dad? I'm your the, son. Hey, dad. hey. Uh, you know what? We're gonna hey, end the meeting. It's okay. We can come back. Everybody, sit the fuck down. I Ugh. laughed so hard when he said, "Sit." The fuck down! I was like, holy shit. You know what? Um, Charles, this seems like a very private moment between you and your son. You know, we'll just we'll just come back. Sit the fuck down. Okay, you know it's. You're right. So we should nuts. be here for this. We should be here for this. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Oh my god! Like this whole scene, I'm not even going to explain what leads up to it because it's going to feel super like ridiculous for the listener to know this is what this fight was about. Tyler yeah. Robert Pattinson bikes to his dad's office, busts in <laughs> to a boardroom meeting, and just like, what does cuts- Charles do? I mean, I, I thought he was an attorney. I don't know that I he can is. say the name of the company that I think it was, but it might give something away. Uh, no, I do think he is a lawyer, but it was very confusing. No, pretty was, sure it's it an real... investment banking of some sort. Oh, no. Maybe. Was that tied into the... Okay. Was it, was it Merrill Lynch? Uh, Cantor Fitzgerald, maybe. I don't know the reference. I don't know. No, my dad I'm used to work in a place in New York City. Look, you should that... look it up. It okay. gives a lot away if you, if, if you knew it. I'm not going to look it up right now, listeners. My fa- my you, should, dad you shouldn't look it up. It'll be safe. I used to work for Merrill Lynch and Lehman Brothers in New York City uh, and maybe State Street and happened to not be in a certain part of New York City on this day that the film references, thankfully, because he was or? let go. No, I'm not saying. Yes, Alfred Griffin was involved. <laughs> no, he, he literally used to work in this vicinity of New York and got mm-hmm. laid off from his job two months before. That's pretty sweet. Honestly, that's, lucky that's, that's great. Yeah, it's good. We're going to talk about <laughs> what we're leading up to here. But uh, yeah, I th- this boardroom scene, we talked about, you know, the shut the fuck up moment. I couldn't help but compare this whole thing to like that Fresh Prince, why don't he want me man monologue. Oh, God. I watched that's that. That's what just so thought he was doing. So sad. He, he thought he was doing that and he was not doing that. Like... His mon- his monologue is so bad. I just I liked all of Pierce Brosnan's comebacks. At one point, he's like, "Who is this little display for?" And I'm like, "Oh God!" Like in front of all your board members or whatever these people are. They are his subordinates. Yeah, that's where that's what is. You think you're the one that lost somebody ever? Is that what you think? 
I'm just like, Pierce Brosnan, what are you doing? Oh, God. And I was, sit the fuck down. It's so good. God, it's why is that not a my my phone? I um it the was. accents we we touched on Pierce Brosnan's accent a second ago. All these accents are fucking ridiculous. Like I don't think there was one authentic sounding New York accent in the whole movie. Not one. Just just don't even bother. Just don't. Just don't do it. Bother. It's like when I watch like I enjoy um like a historical you know period piece where they just have American accents. Like I don't need you to do an English accent. For, you, there's no reason you're English. Uh, Chernobyl. Why are you guys English? You're Russian. Do a Russian accent or don't do any accent. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because English all accent? the actors were British on Chernobyl. Let's but be why? Then just give them. <clears throat> why do they have to be British? No, because the I think the actors, yeah. not the characters. Well, no, I know the actors were yeah. British, but if you're if you're casting and we're doing accents because everyone is British on the show, then why are they right. not American? Why are we picking specifically no. British people for all of the roles? It, it, that, I think it's when when it comes down to it, it's like. They'll try. I'm sure that they tried during the early stage. Be like, give me your best Russian accent. Everybody, do it. And they're like, do it as long as you can. Let's Everyone's do these rehearsals. Like, if people can keep, if people can keep it up, as long as it doesn't, like, these moose and squirrel. If it, yeah. as long as it doesn't turn into that, we'll do it. Okay. It's Wanda Maximoff. It. It's really, okay, really fair. hard. It's, it's hard. super hard. But eventually, there's like so, like ninety percent of you are British, right? All right. Let's just Run go with, with that. It. Let's just Let's do with that. Just talk, just talk cool. regular and stop focusing on your. And are you uh, people? Who, are you the Americans out there? <laughs> do a British accent. Yeah, quick. Try, your yeah, best. Go, go ahead. Everyone go. else do a is British it, accent. Please. Isn't that like a Hunt for Red October? Crimson? Is it Hunt for Red October? Hunt that for they Red October is the best one. Sean Connor. Sean Connor is the best one. <laughs> but fades. don't they start speaking Russian? They start the All film. Everybody silly. Silly. All ahead. Full. But they start the film. Everybody speaks Russian, and then five right. minutes in, they're like dropping it. Yes. This is what we all sound like now. Sam Neill like, even spoke a little bit of Russian, and then Sean Connery walks in and he's like, "All head full, everyone. <laughs> you went to prepare for dive. This is how so I'm so speaking. How, voices now? <laughs> how, how, how are the rest of you speaking? Scottish or so weird, so weird, but still a good movie. I was gonna try to do a Connery, but I'm not. Um, one thing, one thing I just want to point out about this film, and I think it's important to bring it up now. Very few people in this movie are actually from America. I just think it's important yes. to acknowledge. Yeah. yeah, none of them are from New York City. No. So you have Pattinson, British; Brosnan, Irish; Chris Cooper's from Missouri. So you know that might as well be another country. Lena, Lena Olin, the mom. Swedish, yeah, Emily Deraven, Deraven, whatever, Australian. So no one in this film is from America. Well, <laughs> none of these make any fucking sense. Like the, none of the one accents guy... make sense, and the movie should not exist. But they found non-Americans to be in it. Well, hmm? uh, that's accurate. The one guy who's from America has no accent. Like they didn't even try to do a Chicago or a New York accent for that guy. He's who? Been, uh, for uh, Chris uh, Chris Cooper for Neil. No, his accent was. He tries. He I don't tries. Think he, he tried not hard enough. To me, he sounded like regular Missouri. Chris trying to be a real tough guy here. Uh, he, I, I, I can't do a Chris. Cooper. He tries to. Have, it's not like Queens because that's because I was like, where does she live? I'm so unclear about where she lives. So they are from Queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the king of Queens. No, uh, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> 
but they are supposed to be from Queens. So that, like, I'm not going to try to do that accent. I don't know that accent. I know Northern New Jersey and where I'm from accent. I would not <laughs> tell the difference. Mm-hmm. There's, there's spring. It's all. I'm sure, different. but I'm not from anywhere near there. Um, but Chris Cooper tries to have an accent. Emily DeRaven doesn't. God bless her. She but she's not. Australian. So she tries <sighs> to sound American. No God. one, again, listeners, very few people in this film are from America. <laughs> None of the important ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Pattinson is he's legitimately doing Christopher Walken. There's a point where he's like, Oh, oh, you wounded me. And I'm like, What are you what are you doing with your voice here? Like Yeah, don't he I mean tries I don't his know best. what he's I mean, doing. Oh I, I, I yeah, think no he, kiss I, me. Oh, I feel so wounded. Uh, I'm like, what are I, you I, doing I, with your voice? I, I think he orders a tikka masala at some point because that's like it's a national uh, dish of Great Britain. I'm like, you're just giving that away. This is you a bunch of Brits. It's not hanging out, living in New York City. It's That's so not the movie. Bad. It's, it's not what so we're trying bad. to do here. But, yeah. You know, we can't. We're going to talk about the end pretty soon here, but we need to talk about. I mean, this is technically we'll a romantic movie, so like, we need to touch on some love at first semester. Um, we've seen a, a good number of meat cutes. We've seen some some real meat cutes. This is perhaps the least interesting meat cute the worst one we've seen so far walk the listeners through it okay okay so so we see a scene early on in the movie where tyler and his roommate best friend weird buddy aiden get arrested because tyler can't control his emotions essentially uh rage yeah he he thinks he's actual batman at this point yeah um Mm -hmm. he he and Aiden go to jail. They get roughed up by this cop. Aiden finds out the cop's daughter goes to school with him. That's not actually the college that Tyler goes to. He just like audits classes or something, I guess. They explain, like, just say he goes there. Why are we doing this extra we, nonsense? Yeah, we find out too late in the film that he does not actually go to NYU. Yeah, no. He just takes classes he yeah, just so he's, he's he's not he's making zero dollars income like this is all works at the district works at the bookstore yeah well we have time to discuss maybe we should have discussed it during the complicated family dynamics but tyler gets mad that his dad's gonna bail him out from jail yeah and he's like i will pay you back mm-hmm. yeah but then we learn later in the film he just hangs out at nyu and works at a fucking bookstore yeah so dad must, and he has a very large apartment somewhere in New York City. I don't care where the fuck it is. I don't care how gross it is. That is an expensive apartment. It wouldn't be gross if we cleaned up and turned the lights on. Fair. I think it's it's a, a, I'm like six or seven layers of paint and maybe a new deadbolt. And, and I think you're in, the, in the right direction. But just clean it up. Man, to clean it up. it's pretty gross. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's like disgusting. But in New York City, he doesn't have a job. He works at a bookstore, whatever, right. quote unquote, the Strand, which I'm sure is... I, I don't know, I should know, whatever. Anyway, works at this bookstore, does not go to college, does not have any other means of employment, but gets mad when dad bails him out of jail. Dad oh. must pay for everything fucking everything. else. Everything. So you're going to get mad about that? Like, I, I, bet, I bet he gets mad about everything and then takes it anyway. Very much like, I don't need your help, but like, if you're giving it, I'll take it. Like, I think he's, that's kind of the vibe he's giving off. I'm not taking hands up from you. I'm using my trust fund. Oh, like, my God. Bitch. That's for sure what the fuck is going on here. But So, so I know we didn't get into it, the boardroom fight, 
But Pierce also has, I provide for you. And you're like, (laughs) I work long hours so I can give you these things. It's the first time I've seen one of these like scenes between, you know, parent and child where the parents like, no, fuck you. Like I do everything. You would yeah. not live without me. Do you know what yeah. I sacrifice? Like it's I've never seen this happen before. Do you think I want to like, work no, like sixty fucking so... hours a day? Right. No, yeah, it's I don't. Oh, it's it's good. It is Your good. Your fucking lifestyle isn't cheap because there's like a gravity. That's that's essentially what he sounds like. It's it's something. Uh, no, we need to talk about this relationship, though, because the okay. end is going to take some time, and I want us to have plenty of time when we get there. Okay, okay. Um, Sorry. Okay, so so they go on this first date where, again, as Dave points out, he gets the chicken tiki masala. Like, they have a conversation in this scene where we're supposed to, I guess, find them, like, cute and quirky together, because they're not supposed to be together. Uh, Tyler is only dating her so that he can have sex with her to, like, shove it in the face of the cop who roughed him up. <laughs> like, but he also, like, doesn't really seem to be, like, I don't, that, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We don't have he, time he for it. He but doesn't it just... do anything with his face, so I don't know what, what he thinks. He just smokes cigarettes. So I'm like, He's you... very... To know that this came, like, right after Twilight, it makes a lot of sense, because he is giving Edward Cullen God, fuck. Wow. That's a that's that's how vampires act, huh? In any event, I just and that's how Edward Cullen acts. Well, get the fuck out of here. He they have this conversation at and this date because his buddy teenage girls underwear are green. That's just, All right, ew, you, you get mad when I say sploosh. Ew, what happened? You've been drinking because we needed to, <laughs> to get this movie. Um, so so yeah, they go on this date. On this date, her conversation is like, oh. Uh, I always get my dessert first because, like, if I die during the meal, I want to have the part that I want for. I'm like, okay. what the? All no right. one no. talks like this. That's why no. I'm like, this got like uh, on a list for good writing. No huh? couple in the oh, world no. talks like this. No, I would say, yeah, you're you're very sad. Then, if you think if that's the way you think, then you need to reevaluate a lot. That makes me really sad to hear that. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, yeah. She doesn't believe in waiting. If there's like a part where it's like, oh, I'm impulsive, I'm whatever. Yeah. Then there's a moment later where it's like, oh, no, no, no. Not like that, though. Yeah. Not like that. She I won't mean, kiss. Why don't she won't kiss him. He winds <laughs> his way into a kiss, is what happens yeah. in, in his walking voice. Yeah, I just, the, it, it felt very much to me. I had a friend in college uh, whose whole gimmick for a first date was like five or 10 minutes in, he'd have some guy like a friend of his come and either hit on the girl or like bumping him, pick a fight. And then he would like fake, have a fight with this guy in front of the girl to like show her he's a big, strong man. And like, this is what they did for each other. Like they were wingmen. This I'm sorry. Whole, what? Yeah. This was a thing that they would, they would do routinely. Um, uh, this what? felt like that. To did me. it work? Um, it, it must have, cause they kept on doing it. So I think I think more often than not, okay. Um, this okay. felt like that to me. Like she's she's deliberately trying to be interesting. Like she doesn't really have any kind of a personality to speak of. So she's she's making a statement like, "Oh, it's it's totally normal to order your dessert first because like you don't want to die, do you?" I'm like, "Oh, here we go with this fucking first date conversation." It's not that she doesn't. It's like they didn't give her a personality. It's not That's that she true. doesn't. It's they didn't write. No one gets she's really not charismaless, any... but she has nothing to do with as a character. That's true. 
Yeah, like no one's really given much of like no one's written well. No, no, not a single none. There's a scene on the train later on we gotta talk about where I'm like the writing in this is atrocious. But like oh, they God. they have we this. Have to talk about it? We might if we have time to. They have this really awful first first date. Then they go another date to Tyler's hovel of an apartment where he makes spaghetti for them like a pasta date this the shot of him pouring an entire box of spaghetti into a pot and then crushing it with a strainer like to fit it all in the pot big ass pot it was a big ass pot he big he ass poured, pot or the entire box in there and then he had like a strainer mm-hmm. on a ladle like not you know not not a slotted spoon but like a big you know big like a colander on a on a on a handle and he yes. to crush down the noodles into the pan. Yeah. Real cat. I, what are you doing? I made pasta. No, I'm, I made pasta today. And one of the things I thought was I'm not going to do it that dumb way like I saw yesterday. Because <laughs> that, it, it didn't make any sense. I'm like, no, no you, you put it in there and then you stir it. It eventually, you know, bends and cooks. Mm-hmm. Just make sure it doesn't stick to the side and you're fine. Why well, well, he was doing that? No, you need the long noodles so you can do the, the, the full like Ugh. Oh my god. Crack the in long half. noodles. Long noodles. No, long no, no, noodles. No. no, you don't crack it in half like an animal. You... Call me Dave Long Noodles. <laughs> I, I wear an oven mitt and hold the noodles over the water and gently bend them in until they all fit inside. <laughs> that way they're one piece. Crack it in half. Throw it in the pot, everybody. Anyway, we're talking about our pasta because the pasta in this movie is fucking horrible. He he makes this awful pasta. Um, then like it was unclear the timeline of this. I think he was supposed to be like washing dishes and then he sprays her with like the hose from his sink. Mm-hmm. So he is um cleaning spaghetti off of the plate before he washes it in a way where he is literally Gently knocking one noodle at a time, one pasta off the plate at a time, and she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I would have been like, "This man is out of his fucking mind." Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm leaving. Yeah, no, he this is this is traits of a serial killer. It was yeah. So then he yeah. So oh, cute. I'm gonna squirt you with water, and she's like. Guess what, fuckhead? I'm dumping this pasta water on you. Okay. Yeah, Which the pasta water left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I will say bitch. it wasn't just <laughs> pasta water. There were noodles in that pasta. So he got I'm uh. like, so in my mind, I'm like, have they not eaten the spaghetti yet? Is this a piping hot bowl, like a giant pot, no, no, no. you know, Marvin Gaye style? It there I feel like in Asian noodle cooking, you do like use that like strainer on a stick yeah. not with fucking spaghetti uh, but i spaghetti. think he, he must have fished <laughs> each pasta out i mean put it on a plate I, delicately I painted it with spaghetti sauce yeah and deeply offensive she no, put this whole bucket on him and then like i think the movie wants us to think like they're so carefree and silly that they hop in the shower with their clothes on. <laughs> and i'm like well, now my clothes are ruined so like they're wet for days after this. Yeah. That was one of the grossest showers. It was. It was ever seen on film. There were poop yeah. stains, visible poop stains, black mold, yeah. all over the. Show. 
was a fucking health hazard. We're all gonna we're all gonna die of something. He's gonna die of black mold. It's already he has to wear shower shoes in his own bath. Like that is a gross fucking place just to take a shower. Shower in a hazmat suit is what it's, it looked like. Just don't let it touch you. Don't touch. Shower it. in a hazmat two bits. Two bits. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> I, that that was a the whole scene was gross. Uh, Aiden walks into the bathroom like while they're showering. And I was like, hey, party time. They want to go to a What's party. What's up, nudes? Look at this whiskey. Woo! <laughs> yeah, party. If, I, if party. I had a nickel for every time you entered our home that way we lived together, hey, I'd be a rich Hey, what's up, nudes? <laughs> whiskey. whiskey. Yep, that's <laughs> me. That's me. Yeah, so so they go to drink with Aiden. I guess they go downstairs just soaking wet. Like, she wears that same outfit the whole time. He changes. He, he changes. But yeah, she, is, she does not. She has jeans on. Yeah. And they were full on in the shower. Yes. Sopping all they needed to get his shirt off to see the tattoo. Yeah. Oh, the tattoo. God, did you the, the, the tattoo. You forgot the about tattoo. the tattoo. Of course it's I important. did. Because it only comes up one time. Yes. yes. And she goes, oh, what's this? Oh. Because oh. she knows his brother's dead. And she just goes, oh. oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. I thought you said he was a musician. He was. <laughs> No, okay. Was, was, does, he, does he play around here? Not anymore. He, <laughs> like, he, he did. like, oh god. Oh, this movie's so, so fucking modern. Oh, like, oh, I'm sorry, but it's like if you don't want to talk about your fucking dead brother, don't get his name tattooed above your nipple. No, it's it's all it's all fucking nonsense. I also just to kind of dismount their relationship. Um, we get a moment where Tyler like confesses the whole thing to Neil, which I forgot was the underpinning of their relationship. But he's like, Neil, I'm sorry, Chris Cooper, officer, hey, officer rage monster is over here at his house, like has broken. Into in. Yeah. And he, they have like a heated discussion. He's like, yeah, I'm only banging your daughter to get back at you. And I'm like, why would you say that? Cause it's not because true. he is self-destructive. <laughs> Not and true. He has a death warrant. Death wish. And, death wish. And, death no, wish. and Chris. Chris Cooper. He's he's kind of a. He likes to goad people. He's like, I'm gonna push you and see what happens because he, he. Police officers like to get a reaction out of people. Oh, really? To see what they're truly capable of. To really just. And and if they get a, it gives you a reason to arrest you. Yeah, you're gonna attack somebody. I'm gonna push you and see where you go. And he got exactly because he walks in with an aluminum baseball bat. <laughs> well, because some guy just sitting on his bed looking at his shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's oh a detective. God. He knows where to look for information. Well, and and also, yeah. Officer Chris Cooper like recognizes uh, Robert Pattinson over here, and it's like they, he saw him for a few minutes, a few months ago when it was dark outside in an alley, and he's like, oh, I know, I don't fucking know you. I know who you are. I'm like, well, why? why? Is he is from Boston. Yeah, it's, it's a weird, that more. You are. I know who, <laughs> I know who you are. I know, and you are. I know you are. Yeah, it just, the whole thing, he choked him for so long. Yeah. My notes say the strangulation is going on for so long. Not a mark yeah. on his neck, though, when the, do- nope. when the daughter no. comes back. No. Uh, best part, when he's just writhing on the ground <laughs> after the fact, he's like, <laughs> Tries to get up and falls back down. He's just kicking that part. Like thing where people always like bash and shit when they're joking. 
he, so hard. He is he is selling like he's trying to sell a mandible claw. Like he's yeah. really trying to convince us that like mankind has got him by the gullet no, and is killing Brian, him right now. Haven't you ever just put your two fingers like really hard at the bottom of your jaw and then passed I've never. out before? Because it doesn't happen. That's not how it works. <laughs> Take you're, that, you're exactly right. The mandible claw. Mandible claw. That's, it doesn't do shit. Yeah, it doesn't do no. anything. No. Now, um, before we get into the the end here, I did want to talk about Tyler as the character because he's the main character. At the end, it does say Robert Pattinson was also an executive producer of this movie. So, like, I this think is that a, was a added later. Probably. Oh, it, no, it wasn't. No, it was. No, it was. was it? Trivia no, says it was his passion project. I well, um, he, he produced the film himself. I thought it, I, I thought he was added as, as an EP once. Uh, Twilight became a well, thing. I, I bet he put some let, money let, into like the promotion over and everything. I put, okay. everybody put some money into it like after the fact. Yeah. So, sure. So the trivia says oh. he uh, he admits he came to be a producer towards the end of the film and he did it to protect the process. What process? Oh. I don't know what that means. But, but, well, you good job protecting this process. You, you got what you wanted, I guess. But you should have let this fucking thing get torn up, re-edited, and. Yeah, but for, Shelved for, for life, executive producer, like his character fucking sucks. I don't like this guy. Like, one of the first things we see him do is ditch the two Miami girls to go be a vigilante. Like, he's at the bar with his buddy. His buddy is clearly like down to clown. They have two girls who are in like, cowboy hats. Cowboy hats. Yeah. Yeah. Your huh? your rock of love style cowboy hats. Oh, God. And, what a great show. Well, Brett Michaels. Yeah. Cowboy hat no, game they, the I was like, the, it's the narrow Brett Michaels. The super narrow, hat. stiff. Yeah. So great. Yeah, they have yeah. those on. They speak in unison a lot of the time. And yeah. these girls are, are ready to have an orgy. And on the way to the hotel to have said orgy, he just sees like a fight breakout and just goes to jump in for no fucking reason. Like, did. He doesn't even know who is wrong in this art. He just picks a he, side. He, he, was sta- he was standing his ground. That's his defense. <laughs> He's full of anger. Reality. He has emotions. Uh, and he I'm doesn't know where to put so, them. Just so mad. God. That girl got her ass whooped, too. Like She yeah. like, got too close. It was like if it's a cartoon and it was like too a cloud close, of hands man. and yeah. coming yeah, out of it. She yeah. got too close and got swept up in it she, for a sec. She got Girl, Dylon, Dylon, and Dylon close. right in the face. Oh, that's yeah. a song about a boner. That's what that is. Uh, okay. <laughs> Making it hard for me. Yeah. Let's, you know let's, what? let's focus on this, please, Dan. No, no. <laughs> I listened to that song when I, I listened to that song on B96 when I was like 11 years old. I'm like, this is a good song. And my mom's I like, I recognized don't, it right away. Don't, right don't away, listen I'm to like, the words too what? closely. I'm like, eh, eh, you're dancing kind of close. Feel a little. My boner gets real big. This is good stuff. Let's keep this in. Dance Let's keep this in. This we're is gonna uh, back yeah. to this movie because we we're, we're dancing around what happens the here. Essentially, there's there's, there's more, oh <laughs> in my mind there is one moment uh, in this movie that stands out kind of above the others for showing Robert Pattinson being the Incredible Hulk and also completely worthless at it. He gets his ass kicked the whole fucking movie. I don't think he wins a fight ever. 
but he no. he yeah he the, the closest he gets there's a scene where he basically tries to beat up an 11 year old girl it is yeah. it's so good he's gonna assault a child no he grabs the fire extinguisher i'm like oh my god he's, 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 he's about to commit homicide it through a window yeah he's gonna beat the fuck out of the girl i'm about to commit homicide yeah it's, he was thinking about it i'm he was a thinking, fucking murderer no he um yeah, he had some difficulties, and there were some continuity issues with the different bruises on his face that he of had. Of course, there were. Yeah. If, you, if you paid attention, I'm like, I hope they're trying to explain this movie's jumping around because I'm like, yeah, big bruises there, no bruises there, yeah, and it just kind of didn't really fit at all. I knew we're going on that for a while. Can so we can we give the listeners five seconds, no, thirty, about why he throws it in fire? Yeah, sure? I can do. I can do it real quick. Okay. He's got this sister so Caroline that. Yeah, made me so sad. Can I can I give you the line reading that kind of incites it? Sure, can't wait. Okay, so quickly, Caroline. Everybody thinks she's weird. She's freaky. None of the girls like her. She's an eleven year old because well, she's she Annabelle. She draws and she's Annabelle because yes. she's forty five in an eleven year old's body. Yeah, she gets invited to a sleepover. She wakes up the next morning. Half of her hair is cut off her head, and there's a they thing that we learn up. about the next. They fucked her hair up. The next day, we hear that people think. Some of the girls are saying she did it to herself. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> she might She's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. She could have. Uh, so then they go to school. So she obviously has to get all of her hair cut to match because it's really bad. And then apparently Tori from Cobra Kai, because that's mm-hmm. who it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. Oh, my God. Did you do something with your hair? I love it. Yeah. In, in, front, of, in front of her brother who has walked her in and is watching this, the class loses their shit. I was waiting for it's, him to say this, like the C word to this child. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I almost said it just then. I'm like, I don't need to drop that. It's, I'm going to keep that in. It is as though, that little girl. It is as yeah. though they are at a Dave Chappelle stand up special. The class is like high fiving each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Stop it. It's so, it's so good. Pattinson hears this happen, sees it go down, like stares the girl down, walks across the room, grabs a fire extinguisher, and legit like throws it through a window. Like, he also grabs her desk and like drags oh, yeah. it halfway so across he, so the room he, with he her. Throws in it. it. He throws it out the window first, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is going on?" This man that none of us know just oh, walked God. into our room, grabbed a fire extinguisher, and threw it out a window. Then yeah. like he he like stomps past the teacher, goes over to the girl's desk. I think he tries to throw her across the room, but he's weak. <laughs> so she just kind of like gets slung around at her desk a little bit, and then he just like walks out. My very next note just says, Yeah, back in jail, duh. Like, of course you're back this, in jail again for this. This, this was after they, they this was after Labor Day, right? Or before. This was after, after after Labor Day, yeah, which after, I feel like yes. I need to go look to see what yes. after Labor Day, Labor Day was. I, I looked it up. He was all relaxed and happy, but then he had to run in with the cop. And, yeah, yeah, I, I would have been worked up too. I would have been worked yeah. up too. I get it. Not to the like, way this family children, but yeah, whatever. but the way this family acts to this little girl again, yeah. rude, very mean, tough. The way they act to her getting her hair cut, you would have thought they lit her fucking ass on fire yeah. at you that would, sleepover. You would have thought yeah. that somebody, like, th- that she's missing and we think they did it. They yeah. carved a fucking L in her, cut off a finger. Yeah. They, the way they're acting like the world is, I was like, it's yeah, they cut movie. her fucking hair. It was rude. Yeah. 
It was There's a point where somebody gets a phone call. I'm not sure if it was Pierce Brosnan or Robert Pattinson. Yeah. He's like, what is it? Caroline? Yeah. I'm on my way. And I'm Caroline. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, yeah. <laughs> she got her hair fucked up. He's like, yeah. I'm coming. Keep her there. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? It is a thousand percent shady because they literally only invited her to that sleepover to fuck with her. Oh, yeah. Very rude. I've yes. never, I was kind of a mean little kid it but i would never do or, was one, or, or it was one of those things we have to invite every girl from the class or i i or don't think it was that I, it, it felt, it was well, yeah. the first thing you see when she walks in and i knew this was a red flag there was a, a black girl sitting in a chair having her like braids stroked by her white classmate and i'm like nope nope, nope. she doesn't know what she's doing that's, this is not real this is a, this is a setup right. this is a they, setup they want you to get you in that chair that's what this is yeah they the way she also walked in that house like i have never been in another person's home before yup i don't know what to do with wow my oh <laughs> ceilings whoa and look at yet, that one. Look at that one. And look at yet, that one. Best yeah. actress in the movie. No. We need to talk about listen, we we only have we have enough she time now to talk about No, we, we have like forty five minutes to talk about this. Oh no, this we, is great stuff. We we are we're gonna take our time and work our way less. through this. So the, the end of this movie <sighs> I knew going in what happened. We all knew. We all, we all knew. knew. It we was so knew. much worse I'd than I expected it, it to be. So much worse. Like I, I knew the movie ended with like a, it was nine eleven all along surprise twist. Like for those who don't know, the movie ends and we, we find out the last like the the in the last five minutes, ten minutes of the movie are just nine eleven. That's what it uh-huh. is. Yeah. Like they. <sighs> it takes a while it, to get there though. So but when you see it, I'm like, no, there. no, <laughs> the whole, don't do this. Don't do doing it. Yeah, the whole family is united. Um, All of a sudden, for one day. Well, no, they're united because Caroline got her hair cut off. Yes, and Caroline's hair was, has brought them together. Yeah, there was that fight. Whoever was going to stop down. So that was like a thing because Pattinson called Brosnan's um, parenting into question. Yes. So and then but something it, horrific happens to his daughter. Yeah. Everybody, the family comes together they co- they, they're they're mending everything is seeming to be right in the world uh except then pattinson fucking <sighs> what is it i forget what it's called he like causes destruction of property and intimidates a child whatever yeah, yeah he he goes to jail because he broke into a school destroyed some property and assaulted a little girl <laughs> yeah he so he has to, to come talk to the lawyers yes at his dad's office. He's like, I'll yes. see you at work, dad. And dad's like, I'm going to be a little late. Taking Caroline to school today. Oh, he gets it, you guys. He finally gets it. He gets it. He gets yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. He may have lost one son because he ha- hung himself. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. not losing my daughter. Not <laughs> going to do it. Because accents are weird. Accents are tough. You know what, dad? We're all going to unify this all hang. I hung herself one day. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. The yell game in this movie is so ridiculous. Like, so, so, so. Okay, so we see he goes to the office and he's like yeah. looking around, and I think this is the part where he notices the pictures of like himself and his dad when he was a little kid, like on his dad's desk and shit on his computer. The, yeah, the oh. fake out, the yeah. fake out on this though, because I'm like, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. He goes to his dad's desk. He's sitting behind dad's desk. And you think he's just going to turn and look out the window. And you'd be like, <laughs> oh my Twin God. Towers. 
Yeah, on the hundred first floor. That would be so much worse than what they did. One World Trade <laughs> Center. Do it the Fucking like, oh, crazy. Oh, here we are, God. and then they're like, "Oh no, it's just dad. Dad has photos of us. Dad looks good, at us kid. every he day. Looks, he looks at us. Oh my God. God. He loves us. Oh my God. Oh my God. Changes on all on of a sudden. It's 2001 on, on his compact presario <laughs> on his desktop. Um, Confirm those are, those are good, good looking pictures for a compact presario from 2001. Yeah, it looks oh good. Oh my God. Um, so, so, okay. Yeah. yeah. On the 101st floor of One World Trade Center, which is where the office is, when I said can- the Cantor Fitzgerald earlier, they were on floors 101 through 105 oh of One God. World Trade Center. Wait, so he was, he was an executive. Yeah. yeah. But you think you think that's it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, it's just oh look, there's lovely photos on the, the computer. And then we cut to Caroline in class and the teacher's like, Hey, hey Caroline, focus up, focus mm-hmm. up. Look at she this writes, date on the chalkboard. She's over writing something on the board and then she walks it. away. Look yeah. at it over here. And the camera slowly <laughs> zooms in on it. What are you two thousand Come on. We're doing this, aren't we? Yeah, and so then we cut back to Pattinson, like looking, like gazing longingly out the window. I think we might have another shot of like the dad driving to the office or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Pattinson, yeah. like looking longingly out the window, camera slowly pans back. We see he's in the World Trade Center. Oh no! Oh, no, 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 really no, 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 no! Not up. even yet! Not even yet! It's oh, another fake out. So he just walks up to the window, and you're oh, like, oh, it's right. looking out of blue now skies. You're, okay. you're like, oh, that's. <laughs> I don't know what he's seeing, but I was like, when is it coming? Yeah. And then it cuts to Brosnan or something else. Yeah. yeah. And then they come back and, back and then they, it's from, it's him from the outside yes. and they pan out and it's like building one, building two. Holy then these motherfuckers shit. fade to black. Here and you're like, oh, it's over. Oh. An explosion. They're screaming and crying. And then the scene goes on after that. Like we see every single character reacting to this news. They are like checking their, you know, listening to their phones and running outside and dropping the phone. They are in ashes. There is ash coming down on these people in some of these scenes. Except, so Brosnan is obviously on his way to work. Yeah. The car stops. He opens up his car door. And there's no, no reaction on his face. No, he's got a bad shock. Not shock. Just. <laughs> I'll be damned. <laughs> Not even that would be nice. It's just like yeah, blank it's, it's slate. Face. And I'm like, you know your son and all of your All your coworkers, boy, everybody you know. And you're watching a plane fly into, and he's just stone-faced. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Not even like, that. That'd be I was better. For some, no, I was waiting for like a reflection to be like, is a plane coming at me? Better than some, some kind of reaction, something. But they didn't go that far. That would have been obviously way 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 but, too but far it, this was yeah but it beyond, is kind of bad because at one oh, point yeah. oh it's bad it's terrible because like there's terrible. all those reaction shots aiden and emily de raven run up to the thing and she's sobbing we see mom running through the streets um we then see ash and shoes oh the, the shoe the shoe in the ash shoe, yeah his journal Oh my god. We forgot to mention the journal. So he basically writes to his brother, Hey Michael, guess what's going on with me today? Every day he goes to this one coffee shop, writes to his brother. The journal winds up making it all the way down to the ground. Yeah. Unscathed. Not even singed. 
surrounded by ash. Oh my god. Chris That's Cooper's like, there, for to say uh Sergeant Chris yeah. Cooper. He's 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 at ground running zero. the command at the at the time. It's yeah. 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 He this... survives though. Well, of he course. Does. Everyone survives but Tyler. He didn't and... go. I was like, is 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 he gonna go up in those is he gonna die too? Oh no. Yeah. Is he I going mean, up there? Uh, related, no. unrelated, fuck Ted Cruz. Um, um, oh, I haven't. Him, him, no, him, I Pat to me both. I know. I, I haven't. Oh, man. Oh, I haven't watched his reaction oh, to what uh, John Stewart oh, said. No. Ooh, but then no. there's a moment where everybody's getting picked up from school. All the girls. Nobody picks up Caroline. No. Yikes! Because no. guess who met her every day after school? Yeah. Um, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Pattinson was there when no one else was. It, it just it just feels unearned like i watch it happen and i'm like this number one shame on you number two you're killing one person you're killing one person there are so many ways to kill off one person if what you want is the emotional strife of a person died you can have them get hit by a car you can have them you know get killed by neil you know chris cooper chokes in the death or whatever or like shot by a mugger yeah. to echo the beginning of the movie something to do this in particular, cool. to make it he died on 9-11, it's like you are pulling at the cheapest heartstrings. But then you see, so we didn't mention it. Um, not Caroline. What's the love? Allie. She Allie, doesn't yeah. take the subway because that's how her mom died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the film, you know what she's doing? Taking that subway. She, she ran that subway because yep. she learned life's too short. Yeah. Life's too short. Yeah, and everyone's going to die anyway, so I'll just take the subway. That's what she learned. Yep. Might as well get shot. You know, Um, MTA. It's great. You know who sponsored this? MTA. DMTA. It's just get get back on that subway, (laughs) kids. I love love an express train. I remember taking the subway in New York and be like, I can pick an express or a local right now. Chicago doesn't. We we don't have those luxuries. So the the L L is an eyesore that is collapsing before our very eyes. So it's unfortunate in Chicago, but it was nice in New York to have those kind of choices. I'm sure. Ride, the, ride them trains. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Come on, ride them trains. Oh boy, yeah. Yeah. you can ride it. Woo, woo. I did want the Quad City DJs, right? It's Quad City DJs. That's good stuff. That's I good wanted stuff. to um to kind of put you guys into a certain headspace here to, for oh no here. Like, can we can we close what? our eyes and imagine watching this scene in a theater, not <laughs> knowing that it's coming? Like, I I, can, I literally cannot. I literally no, cannot. I no. just. This is this is eight years after nine eleven. Like this is this is not you know this is not twenty years later. This is it's still relatively fresh. Um, I remember listening to the Spill dot com review. I found it again on YouTube. I remember listening. I, I listened to it again a couple of days ago, and then um, I remember hearing for the first time they described the moment because they would go watch movies in theaters. Like that was a whole thing where it's like, well, we want to get like fan reactions and how's the crowd like things and all that shit. They're sitting there talking about it, and the four of them are just like outraged, just like pissed off in their seats. And one of the hosts says, "You know, when people realize what was happening, the movie got dark, got quiet, and all of a sudden, all I hear is <laughs> people are like weeping around me." He's like, "How the fuck are you guys falling for this? <laughs> like, you, they, were, they were so pissed off. It's like I don't know if this would have been emotionally effective, or if it would have just been like, how fucking dare you at the time?" So. I remember at the time, uh, this was like my freshman fall of my first year of like college. And 
like where I went to school, a lot of people are from New York City or know people that work there. Like I think I said, like my dad, if he hadn't been laid off, so he wasn't affected the first bombing in like the early 90s. But if he had worked at the same company in 2001, wouldn't be here. I know kids who like lost their parents, like people who've lost friends. And there was just a part of me that was like, oh man, they're going to like, when, when is someone going to Pearl Harbor this? Cause I remember that came out when I was in high school, which was like, a, like it, but it took when I was in high school. Yeah. So it was like 60 mm, years, years later. Yeah. And then you know, like to know that this movie Pearl existed sucks. nine yeah. years later or whatever. I'm just like, I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> but so this was bad. like my thing. I was like, oh, this is going to become a movie fucking trope. And mm-hmm. it did. And it's just like, fuck you. Like, this is, no, just no. Best part about this, this movie made a shitload of money based on, compared to its budget. It It did $16 million budget, 56 at the box office. You go three times your budget. fuck out of here. That's a hit, people. That's That's a hit. Yep, yep. That's Twilight, baby. People sat through this. They did it. Yeah, yeah no, you know I, me. Yeah, I just I remember I I watched it um a couple of days ago, just kind of like by myself early earlier in the morning, and when it ended, I I legit walked around my house and just said, like, "Where the fuck do you get off? Like, who do you think you are? Like, I was what gives you the right? Like, I was so pissed off. I I was just I was like I don't I don't know I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. It feels like what's wrong. I like, I, yeah, I think I stood up. I was just like, I, I think I threw my notebook, my pens in the air. So I was just like, I don't, I don't, it was like four, maybe five o'clock on a Sunday evening. I was like, this can't be the last thing I watched today. I was like, I don't. And, and they, they legit barely set it up. They mentioned Labor Day, which like, I'm not thinking about that back to the first five minutes of the movie which is probably the only reason they give us that cold open is so that we can set the movie 10 years later and we know what year that's supposed to be but mm-hmm. like yeah they they do that there's a part when he goes in there and almost beats that girl's ass where on the on the chalkboard the teacher's writing it's written tuesday s-e-p-t and then she gets interrupted by him as he comes in so i think i'm supposed to look at that and go okay so it's before 9 11 but just barely obvious i mean this is you're working it's, way too hard like, i was trying to imagine any other like mass death event you can just like pipe in at the end of a movie to like do a thing you couldn't do this oklahoma city like oh so all of a sudden oh a man named timothy mcveigh just walked past us no. the miami condo collapse you couldn't just do like the miami right yeah the miami yes. condo collapse all of a sudden oh i, I you pull back and that's the building you can't just so like, fucking do that the branch davidians like i don't know like yeah, you're making a delivery to the compound or like sandy hook like you're a teacher that oh. works in the building you can't oh. just, but it's it's that level all of these things would be deeply offensive to just like slide in it's like a movie plot element to get some cheap emotional reaction like this was shocking to me the way they did it was so much worse than i thought it was going to be in my mind it legit was like a teacher writes the date on the board and we like make the mental connection and then that impacts and then it fades out i I did not expect screaming and crying and ash and a shoe and a diary i'm like come on how did i i just really thought it was going to be like yeah like they do those little things uh he's at his dad's desk he turns fade to black like it just yeah, yeah to know that it that. was 
oh god it, it, it was so gratuitous like it, it went on and fucking on but uh so labor day was september 3rd it was like the monday before yeah yeah, yeah. It like a, so it was like an week, early it was a week before yeah early one yeah early so one. it lines up and yes i guess if i'm in my mind thinking about the calendar for this whole movie i would have put it together but i'm like I'm trying to find out why Robert Pattinson hasn't gotten his ass whooped in the last 10 minutes. Cause like that's every five minutes in the movie, it happens. He's due for one. And then all of a sudden this is what happens. He does. He proceeds to get his, we didn't mention it, but you know, when after, uh, you know, Queens born and bred, Chris Cooper chokes uh-huh. him out. Emily shows up. He says like, Oh, I knew your dad, whatever. And then she slaps the shit out of him. So it's like, he just gets <laughs> right. his ass handed to him. He doesn't win one fight this whole fucking movie. He's a punching bag. Oh, uh, what a sad sack. Uh, one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at kind of a minor <sighs> character and seeing if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Um, we're going to dive on Emily Wickersham, who was the Miami blonde from the bar scene. Um, I should say everybody in this movie has a trillion fucking credits. Like every, I, I went deep trying to find somebody that had a couple of obscure things. Everyone in this movie has a trillion credits. It's nuts. Um, this, this, she has 20 total credits. This is her 13th. All right. So her first role was a 2006 episode of the late show with David Letterman. She did four episodes oh. of the Sopranos. Uh, she was in a movie mm. called definitely maybe, which I don't know, but I remember that title that rings a bell. Oh, Ryan Reynolds is in it. I've there heard it's go. good. I've never seen it. Abigail Breslin as well. Oh, I miss her. I liked her a lot. Um, she was in Law and Order Criminal Intent. Uh, Ooh, pretty much. A, I don't know. Pretty much every bit character in this movie has been in every version of Law and Order. Like when I was going through this, I'm like, these are all New York based actors, obviously, because uh. they've all been in fucking Law and Order. So How all, dare they be New York based actors? All, all the extra. It was one of the later episodes of Gold Bloom. That was some bullshit okay all right. whatever all whatever. of all of the minor characters and like extras or new yorkers everyone else watch 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 the later episodes yeah jeff, Gold jeff Goldblum comes in for comes in for a season it's fucking crazy wow i was not okay. aware of this yeah. um, she was in uh, a couple episodes of bored to death she was then in remember me all right so this is we've already she's already had a bit of a career before we get to this part she was in I Am Number Four, which again, I did not see, but I'm aware of that title. And when I read the description, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie coming out. Yeah, Alex Pettifor. Yeah, it's like a, a, another YA kind of a, a novel yeah. romance thing. Um, she was in an episode of Gossip Girl. She was in three episodes of The Bridge on FX. Then, oh, yeah. yeah. Then she began her role as Ellie Bishop on NCIS. She's in 172 episodes of NCIS and then a crossover event with NCIS New Orleans. I think she's like the second star of NCIS. Is she the what? female lead of NCIS? I've never seen it. Never seen, never it. seen it. Never seen an episode with, with Leroy Jethro Jenkins. <laughs> never, a whole, never a whole one. I popped in. Leroy 10, Jethro minutes. Jenkins. That's the name, right? <laughs> Leroy Jethro. I think it's Leroy Jethro Tull. Yeah, there you go. That, that, that checks out. That checks out. It's definitely, it's definitely Death Row Clampett. Yeah, That's so okay. she's the, okay. her, the, like the big bulk of her career. She only has 20 credits, but 172 of those are on NCIS. So, like, she went she for went eight from, years. Yeah, she went from being a girl at a bar, um, speaking in unison with another girl wearing a Brett Michaels cowboy hat to 
star of NCIS. So good on her. Uh, that does bring us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to have some privileges. Um, only a couple here because, you know, our main character does not make it to the end. But Aiden, who we didn't talk a lot about, he's a piece of shit. I hate this guy. He was guy. fucking awful. Fuck but him. Aiden is most likely to use the story of his best friend dying on 9-11 as a way to get sympathy from women he's trying to sleep with. He yep. would for sure do that. Yeah. Like yeah. Get, get a tattoo of his name like on your forearm or whatever and then have your opening every fucking time. Just right above Guaranteed. his nipple. Just like, just like Michael on yeah. Pattinson. I, th- I think he'd want it more visible than that. Okay. He it's it's his lure, not the hook. I think okay. he does get a tattoo, doesn't he? At the end oh, of the he fucking does, and it is visible. What? You, you see him in a classroom studying. Yeah, at he, the end. no, he's a, he has a tattoo he's got, of Tyler's name yep, on his arm. He's got a Tyler tattoo on his arm. You're fucking yeah. right, Dave. You're a hundred percent right. He totally. I, I was does. like, wait, uh, no, I, I was giving you a second to. I was he like, does are you have really that talking tattoo. about this? Yeah, he oh, just, just so he can be like, just, just so he can be like, my friend Tyler. Dad 9-11. My best friend. Right here. But he's always right here to me. He's my brother. That's for sure. Oh, fuck him. Um, Caroline is most likely to make a series of illustrations depicting the relationship between women and their hair. They're going to be rolling. Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing great. Yep. And Allie is most likely to openly weep during her dad's speech at her wedding. The relationship is fraught, but that's going to be an emotional moment for her. They gave her, they gave us nothing else with her, but like weird relationship with her dad. Dana, I see your face. I have nothing to work with. That and I already used the nine eleven friends, so I couldn't really like, repeat that for her. And like, I love you. Wish you all the best. Slaps her in the face. I'm like, yeah. that's it good was marriage. weird. Because that's, that's, that's all we know about you. You slap your you slap your daughter. That's what you do. Like, has she literally never dated? I forgot to bring that up. It just never. She's never, never. She's never never come home before like what she's no 21? She's, she's home okay. every fucking night she never loser. a fucking loser guys uh this next movie is gonna be dana's pick dana what are we gonna watch next oh god i'm so torn i have so many good i'm all out of faith you can yep. do it Picks i do this good. every time this i think this was bad um so i think just to go on a more fun route all right so i'm torn between two and I, I feel like I'd like to try to like tie it back to someone we've seen in a recent film, Give it but a shot. I do think this one would be more fun than the other one that could be a possibility. So I would like to do Sex Drive. Okay. Mm. I almost picked it this week because I'm like, we were going to do it before the, the decom started. I know I was gonna pick it before the decom. We we announced that in the episode, and then we had to go the decoms instead. Like I was, I almost brought it back, but like I'm gonna let you take this. Mm. You want to have it? I was gonna try to do a Kirsten Dunst movie because I've been watching how to uh, on how to be a god in Central Florida, Southern Florida. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a Panic of the Disco album title. I like it. It's good. And I was like, oh, but we don't have any like fun kiki ones that are still available mm. easily to stream so i went with sex drive okay well i'm looking forward to watching that i've never seen it but i <gasps> vaguely i know i'm vaguely aware oh of it so God. looking forward to it <gasps> it's, like, it's legit good oh, it's on so. hbo max so there you go, there you go. Yeah, i can do that uh that does it for this week's episode if you like what you heard be sure to subscribe rate and leave us a five-star review you can also follow us on twitter and instagram at recapping gown pod that is r-e-c-a-p-n-g-o-w-n-p-o-d and join our facebook group recapping gown fan club we will keep the discussion going in there all week if you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie we'd love for you to hop in and let us know what you think but if you didn't like what you heard to quote ali 
You're the assaholic. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.